What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Progress on Purpose podcast. We are a community of people who seek to be intentional about how we think and behave towards an intended goal. We believe that what we say, think, and do governs our ability to make progress on purpose and ultimately lead to success. Listen, I'm so happy to be back again. This is actually the last episode for 2020. I cannot believe it. 2020 has been a year for the books, and I'm sure you can definitely agree. I have so much in store for you today. going to run through these church announcements real quick because I want to introduce you to a special guest. So as uh, or by way of our announcements, like I said last week, MakeProgressOnPurpose.com is up and running. You can head to the website to find links to the show, blogs, as well as some really dope merch. And I'm going to continue to add more and more merch. So you want to check it out. And I've seen you checking the page out. Continue to go to MakeProgressOnPurpose.com for all of your intentional merch and links to the show. Also, I am looking for different businesses to spotlight here on the show. So if you would like to get in front of this audience, please either send me a DM to Progress on Purpose Podcast on Instagram, or you can send me an email to Progress on Purpose Podcast at gmail.com. Okay. I have a very special guest that I would like to introduce you to. She is actually my best friend in the whole world. Her name is Dominique Roberts. She's the host of the YouTube channel Study with Dominique Roberts, which is a channel of relevant short theological studies and sermons. I have the pleasure of having this conversation with her today because of today's topic. Her and I often have great conversations, just like hanging out or talking on the phone. And so while I was preparing for this recording today, I was in prayer and God laid on my heart to invite Dominique, I'm going to call her Dom, okay, to have a conversation about today's topic. Today, we're going to be talking about broken, but not broke. So without further ado, I would like to introduce you to my BFF, Dominique Roberts. Dom, welcome to the show. Hey, girl. (laughs) Thanks for having me on. No problem. Mm -hmm. And I do want to say congratulations on your podcast and following your vision and just doing your thing is very relevant, very inspirational. And you know, I'm, I'm your number one fan. You are, since the very beginning, you've been sharing the podcast, giving me feedback almost every week. I so, so, so appreciate it. Really, really do. And more than that, like we always have like really good conversations that are always, you know, where we push each other. And so I know on the show a lot, I talk about accountability and doing things intentionally. And you are kind of like that accountability partner in so many ways for me. So I appreciate you, and I'm so happy to have you on the show today. And guess what? It's not going to be the last time. Matter of fact, it's long overdue, (laughs) if you ask me. So um, let's get into this topic, broken but not broke. I did look up the definitions of those two words because they kind of frame our conversation today. So, you know me, we're actually, we're both teachers. So, you know, we like to, to get into, you know, what different words mean. So broken, it's actually an adjective. And when it refers to a person, 
it refers to having given up all hope and some synonyms include being overwhelmed, defeated, overpowered, fragmented, discouraged, crippled, interrupted, and so on and so forth. And then the other word that is paramount to this conversation is the word broke, which is the past tense of break, meaning shattered into pieces. And so I know a lot of times people in, use the word interchangeably and really they have similar meanings, but at the same time, you can be broken, but not be broke. Mm. And so I want to have this conversation. So first and foremost, what are your thoughts on that? So I, I think that a lot of times when people think about broke or they think about brokenness, it always has like a negative connotation around it mm. because of the way that it makes you feel. So when you when you're when you're feeling broken or you're feeling broke, you're not at your optimal level. So you don't necessarily see what could come out of that. That's kind of my take on broken brokenness. I think that if we kind of look at it from a different view, have a different lens of what broke it, broke and brokenness does for us, we'll have a different outlook and a different perspective on where we can go from our brokenness. Mm, share more because that's interesting that you say that brokenness actually can do something for you I know for many of us at times life can come at us come at us fast <laughs> and because it comes at us fast we can often feel defeated fragmented discouraged and I know for me I found myself in a place uh a few years ago I talk about it here all the time mm -hmm. where it was my my traumatic place mm -hmm. and I was definitely, if not anything, fragmented, discouraged, feeling like I was actually told that my ideas were stupid. So even when I left that space, I still had brokenness inside of me and I still felt broken. And so it took a lot for me to to, to rise up out of that. But you mentioned that, you know, in that state of brokenness, there's there is something there for us to to grasp onto. So can you share more there? Okay, so my take on brokenness um, comes from being broken. So just like you, a few years ago, I, you know, I, well, I would say for like the last decade, I went through like a really difficult time. I had a very difficult marriage. Um, I experienced the loss of pregnancies. I lost my ministry. All kinds of things happened. And in that brokenness, you feel like there's not really like a rainbow or a light at the end of the tunnel. But one of the things I was thinking about today in preparation for our conversation is that brokenness, when you're broken, you have the ability to be repaired. When you're destroyed, you cease to exist. So a lot of times um, in our broken state, we feel destroyed, but we're not necessarily destroyed. So it makes me think about um, two examples in the scripture, and you know I'm a, I'm a Bible preacher, so I, I definitely have to go into this. It makes me think about two examples in the scripture, which is the story of Naomi and Ruth, and it's also Jeremiah 18 when he talks about the potter. So let's first start with the, with the, uh, the story of the potter. When Jeremiah is describing what's happening to the vessel in the potter's hands, it says that he looked at the vessel, the vessel was marred, but it was in the potter's hands. Mm -hmm. So that means that the the vessel was broken. The vessel was flawed. There were some imperfections. There were some things that had happened to the vessel. But at the same time, in, in that broken state, it was still in the potter's hands. 
So it was marred, it was broken, but it wasn't destroyed. And the potter had the ability to take that broken vessel and make something good out of it. So like in our season of whatever we're going through, like for me, for example, it was a very, very bad marriage. And that very bad marriage had left me in a very broken state, full of anxiety, full of depression, um, not even really recognizing myself. I had absolutely lost myself, but I wasn't destroyed. And from those experiences, God was able to created me something different, created me something um, better. So he took that marred vessel and he still began to shape it and mold it. And my broken experiences were the things that um, were used to push me into greater and to push me into better. So recently I put up a post and I was like, I'm the happiest I've ever been in my life. Mm. But if I would not have gone through the things that I went through, I wouldn't even be be able to recognize this level of happiness. Mm -hmm. So sometimes we experience traumatic situations. We experience bad situations. But it's really, um, we experience those things really to get us to a point where we can appreciate and we can understand um, what God is doing for us and where he's going to take us. And we'll have more knowledge. We'll have more wisdom. We'll have more insight. That's why when you you said something earlier on Facebook, you said, I'm grateful for all the things that God didn't let happen. Mm-hmm. And I rejoiced and I'm like, man, I'm grateful for all the things that God didn't let happen. But then I thought about it and I'm like, yo, I'm grateful for all the things that God did let happen mm-hmm. because they seemed really bad. Like when I was experiencing loss, when I was going through the bad marriage, when I was going through anxiety and, and seeing the therapist and like didn't want to live anymore. It seemed terrible. But now that I look back on those things, they are really, they really molded me into the woman that I had became, that I, that I'm becoming. Mm -hmm. And the Bible says that it was good that we, we, we were afflicted Mm -hmm. so that we could learn his ways. But when we're going through affliction, it doesn't feel good. But when you take a step back and you look at the things that you went through, you're saying, yo, God, thank you for allowing me to go through that because you made me stronger. You made me better. And now I can stand on my own two two feet. Now I can walk through this life. Now I can tell somebody else, like, look, you can make it. It's going to be all right. Brighter days are coming. I wouldn't take back any experience that I've had in my life from my childhood on up. Because those are the things that made me who I am. They made me stronger. That they made me better. So brokenness has the ability to push you into greatness. And I really do feel that. If I would not have been broken, if I would not have been afflicted, I wouldn't be where I am right now. And I might not be as appreciative of the things that God is doing for me. And I wouldn't have as much of... I'm not saying that I'm absolutely completely wise, but I wouldn't have as much wisdom as I have as I have now. I wouldn't have as much life experience as I, as I have now. I wouldn't be able to appreciate all the things that I have because they were birthed out of my brokenness. I was broken, but I wasn't destroyed. I love that. And uh, uh, there's so much that you said um, in that. One of the things I want to impa- unpack is the, the gratitude piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you know what I was doing my research on brokenness and one of the things I looked at was how when you are broken it it takes a piece of your uh optimism and it Mm -hmm. makes it hard for you to see (laughs) it makes it hard for you to see the glass as half 
full instead of half empty. And, you know, research didn't even need to t- tell me that. Experience told me that. Yeah. Like, I know when I was in a crazy place, right, in a crazy church, Right. I was like... I mean, we were both there at one at one point. <laughs> we were, we were, and it, it and I don't even like to use the word church when I associate it with because I don't want people to get confused. It was a cult run by a narcissistic man who um, had his own set of issues. And um, the the thing about the thing about my my brokenness was I couldn't see a way out. Mm-hmm. God literally had to pull me out. And it's like now looking back, I can appreciate, that's why I put that post up. I can appreciate the things that God didn't allow to happen. Of course, I I thank God for the experience. I thank God because like you said, I wouldn't be able to really appreciate all that God has done as a result of me going through that experience. But I also thank God that um, there were some areas that you know, certain things just didn't happen. Mm -hmm. I I wasn't, I didn't lose my mind in that place. Mm -hmm. I didn't get stuck there or not even me. God didn't allow certain things to, to take, to transpire. So I definitely, that's, that's what I'm talking about with the Jeremiah 18. Like Mm -hmm. you said, God pulled you out. Yeah. We, we understand that in everything, we're still in God's hands. So it talks about that vessel being in the potter's hand it was never outside of the potter's hand it was broken but it was always still in the potter's hand and that's one of the things that i'm learning like in all things give thanks yes in all things give thanks it looked bad it felt bad it was terrible but in all things give thanks and that brings me to what i was talking about with the whole naomi and ruth story Mm -hmm. Naomi, she goes through a situation where she loses her husband and she loses her sons. And now she's going back home and she tells her daughter, daughter-in-laws, y'all go back to your family mm-hmm. um, because I'm going to, you know, I'm going home. And Ruth decides that she's going to stay with Naomi. So one of the things I learned that when we are in a broken state, God often gives us community. Mm. He gives us community to show us that he still loves us and he still cares about us. And that's what happened to me after I um, separated from my husband. I was, I was pretty much, you know, by myself, you know, I had my family, but my family lives a little distance and I had kind of like isolated myself from friends and different things like that. Um, And then it was at that time that you and I, our friendship, we we came back together as friends mm-hmm. and then you introduced me to um the church that I go to now you're like you should go and visit and God just really surrounded me with community because he uses community to restore um brokenness so Naomi and Ruth decided they're going to be each other's community they're going to be each other's support system mm-hmm. and what what Naomi didn't realize is that she had become upset with God because of the things that she went through. Mm -hmm. So she was like, don't call me Naomi anymore. Call me Mara because I'm bitter because God had dealt, God dealt, um, God dealt bitterly with me. So call, make my name bitter. 
And oftentimes that's what happens with us. We go through things in life, whatever it is, loss, divorce, molestation, abuse, whatever it is, we go through things in life and we're like, God, why would you allow this to happen to me? And we become bitter with God. But what Naomi didn't really understand is that God was using her broken traumatic experiences to push her further into the plan that he had for her. Mm -hmm. So she goes back to Bethlehem, Judah and Ruth marries Boaz. We all know, know the story. And then Ruth has, um, Ruth has Obed and Obed is the grandfather of David. Mm -hmm. And we know that the lineage of Jesus Christ comes from David. So if you go into the book of Matthew and you look at the genealogy and it says, Obed beget Jesse and Jesse beget David and you go all the way down until you get to Jesus Christ. Ruth didn't realize that God had to take her away from her husband, the husband that she had. He had to take her away from her sons because he had greater for her on the other side. She was going to be connected to, to, to the savior of the world. But she was so filled with bitterness and so upset over her brokenness that she couldn't see what God was trying to do through that. And oftentimes that does happen because when we are in our struggle, when we are in our situation, we can't see that God might be using this to turn our life around. God might be using this, this very trial to bring us into our destiny. God might be using this to push us into our purpose, our legacy, whatever it is. We can't see that. But he's always there because we're always in his hand. We're always in the potter's hand. So he has the ability to shape the vessel in the way that he wants the vessel to go. And sometimes that takes affliction. Sometimes that takes pain. Sometimes that means persecution. Sometimes that means not understanding. Sometimes that means a dark season. Sometimes that means crying at night. Like sometimes it means things that we can't understand. But at the end of it, God has our best interests in mind and he always brings us out. He always brings us through because he knew us when we were in our mother's womb and he destined us to have an expected end and all good things come from God. So in this season in my life, I'm just looking at brokenness in a different way. Mm. I'm looking at brokenness like, thank you, God. Mm. Thank you for allowing me to experience that. And thank you for allowing me to not be destroyed in it. Because some people were destroyed in their brokenness. They allowed their brokenness to destroy them. They mm -hmm. committed suicide. They just, whatever it is. But God, you allowed me to experience brokenness. You allowed me to experience affliction. And it was for my good. Yeah. And I know that my future is bright. I feel it. I feel that my future is bright. And, and in yeah, of course. And in this year of 2020, so many people have experienced brokenness, health issues, the loss of jobs, the loss of loved ones, whatever it is. And not to say whatever it is in a, like a cavalier, like I don't care kind of way, but just whatever the situation is. So many people have experienced brokenness. But I believe that God is using those things to bring us to our next level, to bring us to our newness, to bring us to where he wants us to go. And I can't, I'm not looking at the, you said about the glass being half full or, or half empty. I'm looking at my glasses being all the way full. I love that. <laughs> right. Oh, I love that. Um, just to recap, you talked about how brokenness, um, the first thing is, that you said was that brokenness, even in your brokenness, you're not destroyed. Like you're not shredded into pieces. You are able to be um 
put back together. And the beautiful thing that I love about um, being put back together, or as the Bible talks about reconciliation, is, mm-hmm. is that it's as if it never happened. Right. So like, I know you and I know your story. And I know that I know what what God has brought you through. And literally, it's, it's new. Like mm-hmm. you are in a new place. Like it never happened. Yes, you learned some things. Yes, you've learned. You've had some experiences that taught you some things. But there is also a newness that is worth being celebrated. And I also see it in my myself. Like had I not gone through my broken season, I never would have been prepared to enter this season of my life where I can um, be able to talk about it freely and be able to help someone else and, and even just have candid conversation, transparent conversation so that other people might be um, helped. Um, then you talked about, um, which I love, um, that that whole community piece, which I think is major I didn't even realize that point but that that that's so great that God gives us community even in our brokenness we're still not alone we're still not you know we may feel like we are but actually we're not and if we allow ourselves to just be um open to to God bringing bringing community and you know what there's a point there because so many people like being by themselves and yeah. and, and and they like um being being broken um they mm-hmm. like because it, it for some reason it, it's it's comfortable um so and i also can, think that it's a i don't mean to cut you off but i also think it's a defense mechanism if mm-hmm. i can stay at this level of brokenness mm-hmm. i can avoid other bad things happening to me mm-hmm. so sometimes when when think when things happen to us we're like okay that happened is nothing i could do about it but if i could shut myself down or if i can isolate myself or if I could, you know, kind of just like kind of laugh things off like the, it doesn't matter. That's my protection. That's my gate. That's my guard for other bad things happening. Yeah. And when we when we realize that in life, we're going to experience things. But I'm I'm seeking joy. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not going to focus on what might happen, what could happen, um, because that's going to come. But right now I want to I want to seek joy. Yeah. I also wanted to say something else about that community piece. It's very, it's very, um, you have to be very careful who you get into community with. Mm -hmm. Because like the whole Naomi and Ruth situation, Ruth told Naomi, your people will be my people and your God will be my God. So the people that you have, that you're in community with, have the ability to influence you negatively or influence you positively. Naomi takes Ruth to Bethlehem Judah and she introduces her to the God of the Hebrews, which we know is the true and living God. Um, And eventually she's going to be the grandmother of David and we talked about the lineage already. Mm -hmm. So she she connected herself with people who knew God. Mm -hmm. She connected herself with people who could put her in a better situation than she was than she was in and that's so important with us we have to connect ourselves with people who know god and people who have some sense and people who could push us further into our destiny like you and i we talked about it all we talk about it all the time i said it at your wedding like we have like a covenant relationship with each other and we push each other into our destiny you got a podcast 
I'm going to support it. You got a business, I'm going to support it. I know something that I can help you with, I'm going to help you with it. You know something that you can help me with, you're going to help me with. So you have to surround yourself with people who are going to be there for you, who are going to be on your side, who are going to be rooting you on, who are going to be cheering for you, who are going to be teaching you things and not pushing you deeper and deeper and deeper into brokenness because that could happen too. To that point, what would you say about, um, you know, taking the opportunity now at the end of the year to cut off those, that dead weight or those people who just literally don't mean you well? Can you speak to how you found the courage to, to separate yourself from a particular situation that was not good for you so that you could come out of your broken state? Um, so I, I found the courage through therapy. I'm, I, I started going to therapy. Um, and you are the one who told me to go to therapy. <laughs> so, you know, I was having like very, very, very severe panic attacks, mm-hmm. very, very, very severe panic attacks. And then one day um, I was driving and I had like one of the worst panic attacks that I've ever had. And I called you and you were like, you should go see my therapist. And I tried to get an appointment with your therapist, but um, she was having eye surgery or something like that. So she recommended me to one of her friends. Um, and I don't know if I can name drop, but I'll, I'll, I'll let me edit it out if you have to. But I went to um, a therapist by the name of Dr. Charlene Sears, and she changed my life. Mm-hmm. And she basically was talking to me one day and she was saying, listen, are you going to stay in this situation and die? Or are you going to get out? And a light bulb went off in my head. And I said, you know what? Nothing is worth me losing my life over. And it's not like somebody was beating me or anything like that. It just was so emotionally toxic that it was killing me from the inside out. And she was saying, like, if you stay like this, you're going to die. Because what happens is we we self-implode. We have so much stress that we kill ourselves literally from the inside out. And I was constantly sick and didn't know why I was sick and all kinds of things. I was going to the job. I, I know I'm sick, but they're like, they're like, you're fine. You're fine. But my body was breaking down literally from the inside out because of extreme unhappiness, extreme stress that was causing anxiety. And it, it just was so much stuff. So she, she, when she said that a light bulb clicked and I started to create a way of escape for myself. So that therapy is what did it for me, but it was based on that community of people that I had that were supporting me and saying, listen, you deserve better for yourself. And this is in no way to dog anybody out or bash anybody. I'm not dogging my ex-husband. I'm not bashing anything like that. But I'm just saying that some people are just not for you. Some situations are just not for you. And when you realize that the, the person, the situation, the job, whatever it is, is not for you, you have to realize that you get one life. Yeah. You get one natural life. And you want your natural life to be as happy, as prosperous, and as long as you can possibly make it. And I just chose myself in that moment and said, listen, I, I, I had a three-year-old daughter. I don't want my daughter to grow up and see me unhappy. I don't want her to see that. Um, because sometimes it's better for, for people to be away from each other than to be with each other. 
you know, kids, kids grow up in a, in a safer and in a better environment. So in this season, uh, you know, at the end of the year, say like cut people off and I'm not, and I'm not the type of person where I'm like cut people off or whatever. Cause I think that uh, if you have a situation where the, where the person is really causing you internal and external destruction, yes, cut them off. But I don't necessarily think that you always have to cut people off because you never really know what you could be doing just by being that person's friend. You might have to change the way you move. The relationship. Yeah, change the dynamics of the relationship. Change how much time you spend with the person or whatever it is. But I'm never the one to say, boom, cut a person off. Mm -hmm. Because relationships ebb and flow. They go up and down. So sometimes um, in that season, it might not be the best for you. But you still, you you know, people are flawed. People are human. So... uh, I'm a forgiving person and I'm the type of person where I'm like, I might not be able to go to the mall and to lunch and do, talk to you every day, but I'm not ever really going to cut you off because I'm going to try to, you know, always have love for you and be there for you. And you, you just never know what a person can do for you or what you can do for a person in the future. So cutting off is not always the, what I say, people are all, I, I'll cut you off. Okay. Well, cut me off. But I'm not the type of person that's just out here snip, snip, snipping. I'm just trying to see, like, how can we move in another direction where we can be more healthy for each other? Mm-hmm. But, of course, if somebody is causing you internal or external harm physically, emotionally, mentally, then, yeah, okay, get rid of them. But if you just got a friend that you feel like, you know, they're they not the best for you right now, you ain't got to cut them off. Just just step back a little bit and reevaluate where y'all could go in your relationship. And even sometimes in the step back, like you just said, you, the, the, I always used to say time tells all things. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when you give things time and even space, it causes you to see, oh, okay. So the dynamics of this relationship were really heavy in this direction or really heavy in that direction. And then sometimes the, the relationship can be repaired. And mm-hmm. you can also see, okay, this, this part of the relationship was not healthy, but maybe not all of it. it there is some way to, to, um, to fix it. But I'm, I'm, I talk about, you know, therapy all, all the time, um, on this show, as well as just in everyday life. I think that therapy does more for you than it does for even the people around you, but it, it starts with us. Um, and so for everyone who is listening, I talk about it all the time, betterhelp.com. Betterhelp.com allows you to find a therapist via the internet, someone who you can start communicating with in under 24 hours, someone who is experienced in any area that you are seeking help in. Um, it's not just for adults, it's also for teens. It is uh available to you 24-7. I have a code if you would like to use it and save 10% off your first month. Just go to betterhelp.com slash P-O-P to get your 10% off. And I will always continue to plug that because I believe in therapy my friends, as you can hear, believe in therapy. It is it is needed, and you can't just go to the pastor because the pastor is not trained to deal with certain things. You need to go to people who are trained. So that's that. Right. Um, 
And then I will say that therapy is one of those things that you're allowed to be selfish about. Mm. So a lot of times people were like, oh, don't be selfish. Selfish has like this negative connotation around it. But sometimes you have to be selfish because if you are not selfish about self-care and taking care of yourself, you can't really be beneficial to other people. So that is one of the things I'm learning in repairing the broken areas of my life is okay to be selfish. You know, and sometimes people are natural, natural givers or pleasers or whatever it is. And when, when you're that type of person, you really do experience a lot of stuff because you're like, well, you know, you know, I gave, I gave of my heart. I gave of myself. Why did it turn out like that? Um, and one of the things that you learn in trying to, well, not even trying to, in just healing from those broken areas is that it's okay to be selfish. It's okay to take some time to, to, to sit and go to therapy. It's okay to take time to work out. It's okay to take time to get proper rest. It's okay to take time to read. It's okay to take time to do things that you're interested in. In 2021, I encourage people, be a little selfish. Because that's the way that you're going to overcome brokenness. Really, really thinking about who you are, what you like, what's going to benefit you and helping you to, you know, to heal. I love that. I love that. Um, Yeah. So I was, I'll just continue to recap because we talked about so many amazing things. Uh, The fact that you're not destroyed, even in brokenness, the fact that God places community around you and being, be mindful of the, the community that you allow because you want to make sure that they are people who uh, resonate with you or, or, you know, are in Christ and who, who walk in the same way that you believe in. The third thing we talked about um, was that even in, in your brokenness, you find purpose, which my God, if if you and I have learned nothing else, and I'm sure other people who are listening, you would agree that it is in those broken spaces, it's in that broken space that you find purpose. My business, So Naturally Talented, was birthed in the, in the midst or as a result of my broken place. And mm-hmm. Um, you know, even your business, right? Um, my, my business, the healing tea company was birthed out of a desire for me to try to trying to get healthy. Yeah. Um, cause I was, my immune system was so shot because of stress and anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm. So I went on this, this natural journey, trying to heal myself with herbs and different things like that. And God really opened up my understanding of how the, the leaves are really for the healing of the nation. So it was something that was birthed out of my brokenness, trying to, trying to get better, better, trying to get well. And he was showing me that like, yes, but first I had to find inner, inner peace. Yeah. And inner peace did come from doing certain things like exercising, eating healthier, drinking tea, finding these holistic, natural ways to kind of just calm myself down mm-hmm. and um, be within myself and not being so anxious and aggravated by all the things that were going on around me yeah so where can they find this tea <laughs> all right so my website and plug it <laughs> my website is www.thehealingteaco.com www.thehealingteaco.com we have some really really great flavors on there right now um berry healing berry healing plus rejuvenate and healing c and they are selling like crazy, so you might want to try it out. I know that's right. My favorite one is the Healing Sea. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it, it tastes good. Put a little agave in it. You know, it's, it's, it's all that. <laughs> and um, I enjoy it. And I will be sure to link the, um, in the show notes, I'll be sure to link the website for you so that you could just click on it and go right there and support my sis, support my sis. Um, Dom, I appreciate you so much for this conversation. Uh, as, well, all of our conversations, but definitely today because I want to, to have a conversation so that people can be reminded that even in your broken state, you're not broke. You're not shattered to pieces. And you have the potential to be to be better and to be put back together if you allow God to get all in the middle of that and put it all together. Sometimes it takes therapy. Sometimes it takes um, you getting stepping outside yourself and realizing that you are broken. Um, do not continue on thinking that things are just going to get better organically because sometimes you need to stop and realize that something is wrong. The only way you can understand that you're, you're broken is to really look at yourself and admit that. Mm-hmm. Um, and even in your brokenness, it if it doesn't do anything more, it's going to strengthen your faith. It's going to allow you to see um, that you need God. And, and in, that, in that season, in that space, your faith is going to be tested and you will see how good God is. My mother always used to say, um, you're going to see what God you're serving. If you don't see it no other time, you definitely see it in a broken state. And it, it goes to show that God is God. He's going to continue to uh, prove himself and he's going to pull you out as you allow it to, um, to be done. So, you have two choices in brokenness. You could be bitter with God or you could thank God for what he's doing. And Walter, Walter and Tremaine Hawkins told us it the best in their song, um, The Potter's House. He said, you don't have to stay in the state that you're in. The potter wants to put you back together again. That's it. it. That's it. Mm-mm. You could anything. God is with you. And he definitely wants to bring you out and make you better. Count it all joy. I love that. Dom, where can they find out more about you? Uh, how can they get connected to your YouTube? Give us all of the deets on how to connect with you. So um, my YouTube channel is Study with Dominique Roberts. That's um, Dominique, D-O-M-O-N-I-Q-U-E. My name is spelled with two O's. Um, so I have a few Bible studies up there, but now my YouTube channel is turning more into like a sermon channel because I've been preaching um, more lately, but I started the channel a year ago. So you definitely could find out about um, more about me there or just what what I do, like my ministry there. And then I have um, my website for my tea company. um, The Instagram is the healing tea co underscore the healing tea co underscore, or just Dominique Roberts on Facebook. If you, if you want to, you know, see the, the crazy normal side of me, Dominique Roberts. But listen, that's my friend, okay? So <laughs> y'all go find your own friends. No, I'm just playing. I'll be sure to link all of that information. No Say it again. No new friends. No, no new friends. Um, just make sure you're not a bot out here trying to break into our Facebooks. I'll be sure <laughs> to link all of that information. Um, Dom, again, thank you. This was therapeutic, even for me, and I hope that it was transformational and therapeutic for those listening. 
Um, I also want to say thank you all for listening. We are at 5,000 downloads, um, and that is with a nine-month break. (laughs) I know at the beginning of the year, the goal was for 20,000 downloads. I had no idea that in the middle of the year, I was going to have to take a nine-month break to focus on my, my first baby, my first business, So Naturally Talented. But you guys have stuck with me and... I want to say thank you from the bottom and the top of my heart. Um, and guess what? In 2021, we we shooting for the same goal, 20,000 downloads. We going to hit and exceed it. Right. Um, so thank you guys so much. Share this episode. It was too good to keep to yourself. Make sure you hit that share button on whatever platform that you are listening on. Also, stay connected. Please go to Instagram at Progress on Purpose Podcast. Hit the link in my bio. Subscribe to the mailing list. Um, Download the tools that I have there that are for free. Check out the website, guys. Be intentional in all things that you do. And that's what this community is all about. Thanks, guys. I will see you next week. Take care.